incessant deliberations. The sports talk show that sometimes talks about sports. Starring JP. Don't be accused of being a uh, buffet squirrel either. Yeah, that's why you hear all these stories about me. <laughs> My fellow co-host, Bowdy. Like neat as in cool and neat as in, yeah, cute. It is cute. And that's because they they offer extra cheese on the cheeseburgers. And of course, Mayhem himself. Do you have an actual piggy bank or is this something else? Like, is it a porcelain, no, um, like Brown's helmet? Dude, you'd be sweating so hard. (laughs) Here's the word. Thigh dirt. What's going on, guys? You guys are listening to Incessant Deliberations. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. It is uh, Wednesday, January 30th of 2019. I'm joined by my co-hosts here, Forty and Mayhem. What's going on? What's what's going on? What's going on? (laughs) What's going on? Wait, wait. What's going on? We're Super Bowl ready. Partner Super Super Bowl Bowl time, boys. (laughs) It's almost here. It's almost here, fellas. Super Bowl Sunday is this Sunday, four days away. I'm pumped. I'm going to drink uh, probably quite a few beers. I'm going to watch make the some, Super Bowl, laugh make some, some commercials, probably eat way too much food. You know, I probably will. Probably. That's bets. the whole point um, of us getting together. Is, is, true, I can't wait true. to see 40's very girlish prop bet board that he makes again with glitter and, you know, cool drawings and stuff like that. Oh, are you going to bring one? 40? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. What, I'm was, gonna, was, was JP not was at our not? Super Bowl event last year? I was, I don't think I was there. I, I arrived late, so I missed out on the uh, betting. But you got to it, see his so, board. But I got to drink oh, some beer. Yeah. I got to see the board. I don't remember the board, though. Um, it's, it's super neat. It's yeah. really, well, it's really it's cute. super neat. <laughs> like neat as in cool and neat as in, yeah, cute. It is cute. It's so cute. It's the why. centerpiece of the party. Awesome. How much money would you recommend bringing to that? Like just just pretend, ones, pretend like you're going to have a good night. No, that's that amount of ones. Understood. Understood. Okay. Okay. All right then. Uh, I'd, I'd probably bring about twenty bucks in ones, well, depending on the yeah, strip I mean, I'd be going to. I guess. Hmm. I mean, you okay. could re- what you, you can recycle right. those ones. That's the you know once you want. Yeah, throw yeah. them and then grab them yeah. off the stage. The old, That's interesting. The old switcheroo for the. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Bring quarters. Be, That's uh, what we really need. Just bring a bunch fun. of quarters. Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll just bring some quarters. I'll just bring my my piggy bank <laughs> yeah. with me. Well, if you, you know, to my Super Bowl. Do you have an actual piggy bank, or is this something else? Like, is it a porcelain? No, um, like Brown's helmet or. No, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like a, It's not a jar. Um, but it's, it's, it's made of glass and it, it looks kind of like, um, oh man, I, I, I really don't know how to describe it, but I made it back in art class. Um, you know, back in like high school, I believe. And like, there's like some money symbols on it, you know? And so it's like very clear, like, I mean, it's, it's it just, which is funny. Cause it's like, you know, really what was the point in me writing money symbols on it? Because like, you can see through the glass, you can see exactly, <laughs> we don't actually you know it's for money buttons in there. <laughs> like oh, like the, the pennies and nickels and dimes and quarters that's not a well, dead giveaway that, that that is for money my, but uh but yeah like mine's you just, a four you, know, you mine, just throw it in there a four pound tub of protein with the hole cut in the top i've uh seen people yeah. do that before yeah i actually had a buddy who asked me for my um old whey protein um container specifically for that yep. reason 
Uh, the only problem was I never finished that. Yeah, it shows. So it's still sitting in my <laughs> all natural. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl is this Sunday. Uh, starts. I think it's six or six oh five. Is that right? One of those times. Six. Yeah. Somewhere in six hate, o'clock uh, Eastern hate Standard Time. The fact that it's on CBS. They have the shittiest cameras out of all the like broadcasting for football. Why is I it don't on know. CBS? Like why? Why? Just because it's always been on CBS. Do they I don't have, know. Like, I don't remember who it was on last year, but like if you put a CBS game next to any other game, like on a different station, the cameras are so much better on the other ones. I don't know. Have you ever seen that? Probably. It's usually CBS and ABC. Am I, am I right? I probably had. I don't think it's. I can't remember it ever being on ABC. It's probably some sort of agreement with CBS. No, so I mean just do it there every year. No, I just mean generally, like on a normal Sunday. It's usually like a normal Sunday, not not Super Bowl Sunday, but a normal regular season. Well, it's, uh, no, it's CBS and Fox. Yeah, they, is it? Oh, it is Fox. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. Fox has the NFC, mm-hmm. and no, wait, yeah, Fox has the NFC, and CBS has the AFC. But what about CBS? Will usually play the the like local game for whatever state you live in. That's at least what I've noticed. I think you're too. right. But what about Monday Night Football? Isn't Monday Night Football it's on, on different? Yes. Um, ES- yeah, Monday Monday yeah. nights on ESPN. I think Sunday yeah. nights on and NBC. Thursdays NFL Network. Oh, NBC. Right. Okay, okay. ABC, NBC. Yeah. Dude, man, just too many BCs. It gets up, confusing. Man. Do you even watch football? CBS, NBC, yeah. ABC, like. Why all these BCs? I, Broadcasting. BCs. He's yeah. watching it on his flip phone. <laughs> He's watching boot, yeah, boot, like YouTube stuff. videos, yeah. Facebook hey, lives. You know, I am not. Sometimes you just got to go stream it online too. You know, Thursday night football. That's what. That's one thing that really pisses me off is like when they don't air the Thursday night game on cable television. Like, what? Why? Like, that just that absolutely kill, absolutely well, kills me. So I thought, my app. Like, so. I usually well. I'm pretty, I watch I'm pretty sure they do now. On that one, but... um, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'll I'm watch pretty on... sure they show all the Thursday nights on regular cable now. Last year, I don't think they did. Sorry, when I when I say cable, what I actually mean is my antenna. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what that's what is, that's what cable is for me. So I uh... get you get you a new <laughs> roll of duct tape, brothers. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you guys uh, what do you guys think about this Sunday? Who you got in the Super Bowl? What is the do we actually before I ask that question? What's the spread? Do we know what the spread is? Forty. Yeah, let the, yeah, the D-Gen yeah, game. Yeah, I got it right. Tell here. Us. I don't know what you're talking about, but anyways, um, I got the Patriots are two and a half point favorites. The over under is at fifty six and a half. And uh, the only comment I have to make is I think the actual line came out at Rams minus one, so the the line has. Favored the Patriots by about three and a half points since the opening uh, line. Came I think out. my initial gut is Patriots and take the over. Okay. Mm. So wait, what is the what is I, the line? It's third. It's it's three. Two and a half. Or two and a half. Two and a half, and then fifty six and a half for the total. Okay. I, I, I they had a funny stat. I think it was on ESPN this week that the Patriots, like every game they played in the Super Bowl, has been decided by like. They had some stats been decided by less than five points on average, and all the other Super Bowls have been like blowouts, like over ten point games. Um, so I think it's definitely this line is definitely accurate. It's going to be a super tight game. Um, I'm going for the Rams, but for whatever reason, I think I'm taking the Patriots by a field goal. 
That's my prediction. Well, shit, I was gonna. Um, I was hoping to say something different from everybody, but I'm actually with you on this. Forty, I think Patriots by a, by a field goal, but I will be pulling hard for the Rams. You'll be pulling hard win. all night, won't you? Um, yeah, I pull hard every night. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why you hear all these stories about me. Yeah. So, for hey, what? Ham, what's your like prediction? Score? I already said the Patriots over. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't hear you say Patriots. Yeah, Patriots I heard you say over. over. Can you be more specific? Are you thinking like blowout? Or no, you I think it, no, or I think what? the Rams put up a good fight, but I think something happens and uh, Tom Brady gets the ball with like four minutes, less than four minutes on the clock, runs the clock all the way down, and wins. I think the only thing, the only reason I have any hesitation about my prediction is this. Um, I think if any – what we've seen a lot this season is there have been tone, there have been times where uh, you know Tom Brady just just hasn't gotten a lot of pressure. You know he hasn't like been pressured a whole lot. Um, and you know I think if any team can do it, I think it is the Rams. You know between Aaron Donald, um, you know Dominican Sue. I, I think uh, you would think that if anybody could do it, it would be the Rams. But so far, I just haven't seen anybody that can do it. Like nobody's really been able to put a lot of pressure on Tom Brady. Like other, uh, I just other don't than know the Dolphins, the, the Dolphins. I don't <laughs> know if I would attribute that to the pass yeah. rush, though. I don't think that was the as a as a product well, I, of the pass rush. Isn't isn't that really uh, any good quarterbacks yeah. Achilles' heel? I mean, you look back at Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, uh, any quarter, and Tom Brady, especially any quarterback that gets a Nathan lot of Peterman. pressure on them, they just. Uh, I think, yeah, that was for the reason for I his five pick opening game. And he can't figure out for sure which team he's throwing it to. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's can we get problem. that tested? You know, it's hard. I actually have – I will say it's hard to find a good pass rush. So. Yeah, and then you just – and when you do, just you just saying. trade them away and they complain about not having a good pass rush. A good pass well, rush is hard fun. to find. So well, we talked we talked about this last week. How smart Brady is yeah. getting the ball out of his hand. So, how frustrating can it be for a defensive yeah. lineman where you're that oh, yeah. close so many times and he just keeps Dude, getting the so ball out of his hand? Have so. like thirty catches this game. I, yeah, I, or James White. I was going to say they don't really use Sony Michelle in the passing. They game. used him a lot in those always... dump offs last week, or for the in the championship. That's what I'm talking about. Those little. He's catching the ball. He's catching the ball more, but James White's traditionally the the receiving back. Yeah, that that's one thing that's very um, it's interesting because it's like the the Rams or sorry not the Rams the Patriots they they kind of tip their hand like a lot of times with um, you know what they what they're doing like depending on what what back is is in the backfield like you know when I, I don't know I don't think Sonny Michelle I don't. I don't think Sony Michelle was actually that involved in the uh, passing game last week. If I'm, unless I'm mistaken, I'm trying to look at the stats right now. But um, traditionally, what no, we've I'm seen not saying most he's like season, going out and running a ton of like deep routes. He's like he like uh, I'm saying like oh the, no, like when he like what you're talking about when there is, um, I don't think it matters what running back it is. All I'm saying is when the he realizes there's pressure, he just dumps it off real quick. And I don't think it matters That's who true. it is. It's just the running back okay. that's in there. Fair enough. Okay. Do you guys know that Jeremy think... Hill's still on the roster for the Patriots? I just saw that. I just pulled that up. Man, how far has he fallen? Whew. He w- he was the man in, in Cincinnati for a while, right? For like 
well, for one season, he was totally the. It was definitely the man. There was another season where he was like a touchdown machine. He didn't have hardly any rushing yards, but and then really that was it. Like that was his his downfall after that. So, um, last last week, uh, James White had four catches. Uh, Sony Michelle didn't have a catch, but I think um, what you're saying is they tipped their hand a little bit. James White still had six or seven carries last week. So they're still kind of running him when he, that he's in a little bit to maybe not try to tip the hand so much. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is when Sonny Michelle is in there, they're not throwing, you, can, you know, they are, they are like, they're either running it or they're throwing it to somebody else. Like, I, I, I don't know. He's got, he's logged like very, very, he's, I think he has under, under 20 catches, under 20 catches for the season. Something like that. Like it's pretty who, low. Well, but, isn't it sad that the, they know they're running and he still gets over 100 yards seen, I think, every postseason game this, so far? They just know they can't stack the box. They can't – like, the defenses know they can't stack the box against, I mean, Tom Brady and, you know, the guys he has on offense. I think uh, just that's just um, kind of where these defenses are at. They can't, you know, they can't just stack the box and hope for the best. So, um, so in a way, they're kind of tipping their hands, but at the same time, they're not. Like, it's like they can't really um, – they still can't just, you know, account for one, you know, one outcome of that offensive play. So, I think this game's partially going to come down to is Todd Gurley healthy? Um, because we've seen what a dynamic player he can be. And I know C.J. Anderson's filled in and done <laughs> a good fat's job. How C.J. Anderson going to look in the yellows? Didn't somebody call him fat <laughs> at they? the media days? <laughs> Do they? I think they did. Him, they have been yeah. calling him fat. Yeah, yeah. I think more than one person has called him fat. He does look fat. Yeah. He looks like. I mean, Dude, he's gonna look so I mean, fat in that yellow. He's, he's gonna look like a blue and yellow bumblebee running around. <laughs> Dude, he's he is fat, but he's no uh, he's no Eddie Lacy well, though. He's not that fat. Oh gosh, cheeseburger Eddie. Dude, he was fat, man. He was a fat, fat yeah. running back. Hey, fat, someone I, someone brought up someone brought up a good point on ESPN about how big of a boost CJ Anderson is giving the Rams, and like, do teams start like? trying to sign running backs that are decent late to give their studs, uh, like, you know, breathers and stuff. What do you guys think about that? I think it remains to be seen, um, you know, because, I mean, I don't know if, like, you're talking about, you're talking about how C.J. Anderson was signed late and, and yeah. because of well, because of Todd Gurley? Like, is that Well, what this is mean? like his fourth team this year. Him that many teams? He was with uh, I think, the Panthers. I think so. To start the season. He was at the Raiders. Oh, was he? I didn't realize he was with the Raiders. He was with the Raiders. I think they let him go. Hey, uh, the Forty, you were talking about C.J. Anderson and them asking him if he was fat. They, they asked him that, and he goes, fat, mm-hmm. thick, I don't care. Just meet me in the hole. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that, too. It's, yeah, it's got him listed response. at 5'8", 225. That man's a biscuit under 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell he's been uh, he's been sitting on his yeah. couch a little bit more recently so so what so what about the Todd Gurley does he have to be a I mean does he have to place a certain percentage of snaps in your guys opinion for the Rams to really have a shot I don't know well yeah um, was the best player man uh, last week he had four carries for 10 yards and he only had one catch so this is um I I just don't know man I don't know I, if you if you told me that Todd Gurley was fully healthy I'd probably have a different outcome for this game, actually. But I don't think he's healthy. Um, I, I don't know. If he wasn't healthy, you know, two weeks ago, I mean, 
I mean, two weeks isn't that much time to to recover. And like, I mean, he only played what four snaps last week. If you double that, it's only eight. And uh, like, that's good math. I don't know man. if like he only had four. He only had four carries. He played more snaps, but yeah, sorry, he only I mean, four carries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if right. he doubles his carries from from last, you know, two weeks ago to this week, um, I just I don't know if that ha- I don't know if that's going to be like a huge impact on the game. Um, and, well, I think his injury is something to do yeah. with his knee, and I'm not sure that whatever's wrong is going to heal in two well, weeks. It may be it, something he has to get taken care of. At that's what I'm season. saying. They've that's been blowing saying. up. I don't think the they've Rams been. been saying a ton of times, like their players and all that, his knee's not swollen. His knee's not swollen. It's like the every topic that you see them talking about, that's like the first thing. Todd Gurley's knee's not swollen from third-string receiver, you know. I, I just, well, if he's fine, why is he not playing? I don't know. I guess that's our – if it's not swelling, well, that's, everything's I mean, that's fine. As you know today. what I mean? I don't get it. I mean, yeah. Oh, gotcha. It would be different if they if they said, okay, I think you know we think that we can get past the the Saints without Todd Gurley, but they just barely made it past the Saints, you know, two weeks ago. Speaking so, of that, I got a question. With how blatant that pass interference call was, do you think that during the Super Bowl that there's going to be a like push for kind of a touchy? I don't know how to say, not touchy, but uh, maybe a hyper awareness for pass interference and some stuff may be called that, you know, might not have been in the past. There might be, but That's an I don't interesting think there's question there. I think there might be, but there shouldn't be. I mean, I feel the, the, the whole thing, you know, with, you know, we talked about officiating last time on this, on this podcast. Um, these officials are supposed to be consistent. Yeah. Like, and they're supposed to be unbiased, but do you not think to... that they're going to be like a little bit, you know, a, Worried in that way? I could see um, some referees, you know, at least um, maybe not specifically pass interference, but, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on them, especially after that game. Yeah. Um, and I imagine, I mean, we're probably going to see some some of the same officials this week, you know, don't mm-hmm. you think, like right. that we saw last week? So, uh, not that I keep tabs on them, but, like, I imagine there's going to be some of the same ones, some of the, you know, so I, I, I don't know. Um, I I could definitely see some referees being nervous um, after the blown call uh, last you know two weeks ago, um, but you know I mean, it's not like the Saints are playing again, so they can't screw them over twice, um, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I could see somebody, some of the officials being hypersensitive to some some plays in this one too. Yeah. But then again. You know, like I said, their job is to be consistent. So, um, you know, like I don't know. We, we, we. Um, I have a good, I have a friend who you all actually know, um, and I won't mention his name here on this podcast because uh, we don't have his his permission. But um, he's he's a an umpire in uh, minor league baseball right now, and I mean his his philosophy and what he's you know talked to a lot of the guys like that he works with is you know if they're calling just specifically balls and strikes. You know, you know, they say hey, a strike is a strike is a strike. And, like, it doesn't matter, like, you know, what it looks like, like how the ball's thrown, how it's caught. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, all these external factors don't matter. Like, a strike is a strike is a strike. And so, like, I imagine that these NFL referees are taking the same approach. Like, you know, like, what they got to call whatever they see. Like, yes, yeah. I mean, completely unbiased. But I don't know. They're don't still know. humans, I, though. That's all yeah. I was Kind of go on that. They're definitely humans, or else, yeah. uh, you know, that would be uh, bad if they weren't. So, um, 
So, you guys have anything else on the Super Bowl? Any other, like, takes? How many times do you think they'll talk about the age gap between uh, the coaches? Dude, I think the whole Super Bowl <laughs> is going to be talking about the pass interference call from two weeks ago. Yeah. It's going to be about um, how old, yeah, the age difference between Tom Brady and uh, Jared Goff. Um, I imagine they'll be talking about, you know, they'll reference Tom Brady's age again and, like, say, you know, well, how many more has he got in him? Is this it? Like, he'll be, will, will we be back here next year? Like, I'm sure we'll, we'll hear about that as well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other good ones. You got, you got, can you think of anything else that they'll like uh, just McVay to the ground? Yeah. McVay from Atlanta, it's homecoming. Yeah. Uh, youngest, Ro- youngest, who, youngest coach in Super Bowl history. Is yeah. that right? Isn't he young, um, the youngest head coach to make it to the Super Bowl? He's got to be, right? He's 33 years old. I mean, it makes sense. He's one of the youngest ever, right? Uh, you know they're going to talk about that. And um, uh, Tony Romo possibly coaching somewhere next year. Yep. Who's announcing this game? Do we Tony know that Romo. yet? Is it Tony Romo? Yeah. He deserves CBS it, man. Yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. That'll be uh, – that's, that's fun. I'm, I'm, I'm glad for him. That'll be cool. Okay. Well, we're moving on. We're switching gears. We're moving on to – the NBA, sadly, NFL is ending soon, so we're going to have to only watch uh, basketball for a little bit until baseball starts. Um, but, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, talks about, you know, some restructuring in the NBA as far as player roster uh, construction goes. Um, probably the most prevalent uh, topic that has been um, discussed lately is Anthony Davis. So apparently Anthony Davis – publicly um let me rephrase that anthony davis's agent publicly yeah. demanded a trade the other day um so anthony davis is currently uh with the new orleans pelicans um which by the way that is like the worst like that does not flow at all if you ask me new orleans pelicans yeah like that i hate that like new orleans saints that's great new orleans pelican new orleans i can't even say it New Orleans Pelicans, like, I, like, that does not flow together at all, you know? Yeah. I just thought I'd mention that real quick. But, yeah. uh, anyways, you guys don't care. Um, <laughs> so, Anthony Davis, um, yeah, his agent, he demanded, publicly demanded a trade. Uh, he was then fined $50,000, uh, which is like a, you know, basically they, um, they took a drop out of his ocean of uh, wealth and, um, yeah, but he's demanding a trade, and it looks like uh, there's a decent chance that his next destination could be the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. So, um, I would love to see Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the same team. Um, like, do you guys think this is a likely scenario? Is this going to happen? I mean, I think that's probably the most plausible one. Um, I know, like, the Celtics were, like, a talk, but they're – because of, like, their the way they're uh, – contract is with Kyrie they like by law NBA law or whatever can't trade for him uh until July and I mean that just leaves too much time for uh the Lakers to come in and take something yeah there's a couple things Anthony Davis signed with um LeBron James agent like this past fall oh Um, yeah I'd I'd heard oh they're the same agent um supposedly the Lakers I heard they want to I think they would like to keep on to their young core of guys like Lonzo Ball. But, I mean, if you can make a trade for the top, arguably the top big guy in the game, don't you think you got to at least take a shot? 
I mean, how, yes. how many how many more years does LeBron? I mean, I know LeBron's kind of like Brady, but championship wise, he and it's he, the Lakers, right? And yeah, he's gonna he's gonna vault you to the top of the, or at least near the top yeah. of the Western standings pretty pretty soon. Yeah, the Lakers aren't like one of yeah. those rebuilding for years people. You know, I looked up on uh, USA Today the top six landing spots. So just tell me what you guys think about these teams. We talked about the Lakers and Celtics. They had the Knicks on there. If you pair him with Porzingis, and I think they'll probably have a high draft pick. What What do you guys think about that to the if, Knicks? If he has a choice, no. Yeah. I hate it. Well, yeah, I just, I just that 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 you know, he's in the same boat. Know. That you know? that franchise. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that franchise is just a mess. It's been a mess for a long time. Um, I I would hate to see him go in there. I I would not yeah. like that. Um, they actually had the Golden State Warriors on here too. Jeez, not as a trade, but I think as like in the off season because I think uh, Clay and because I think Kevin Durant and as and Clay Thompson are both maybe be free agents. And Marcus Cousins, Cousins yeah. signed a one year deal, so I could see them possibly making a move if if they let some of those guys go. But I don't know. I thought that was interesting. They had the Warriors on there. I think that. Um... It's kind of interesting, like these teams. Like, there's a lot of teams, you know, that it looks like they're they're trying to win right now, you know, and like they're and I feel like the Lakers, to a certain extent, they 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 can't they can't afford to like, you know, just wait wait these other teams out because of you know the the decisions they've already made. Um, but some of these other teams need to just like, you know, they they just need to wait. Like, there's just no way that some of these teams are gonna like beat the Warriors in the playoffs you know there's just no there's just no way um like I kind of feel like Houston did that last year it was like you know why are you guys making all these moves here like you know you're going to get put out by the Warriors uh, you know and, and granted they put up a good fight in the playoffs but like I don't know, know man the the Warriors the Warriors like their their reign's about to come to an end like it's almost over like like you said KD it- and uh, Clay Thompson are likely not going to be there next. Well, they year. they could resign. So, I mean, they're they don't really have. I don't find that very likely they, though. I think they're. But they be don't gone, have man. any really. I mean, besides Curry, they don't have any other expensive players. I mean, all their other guys are just role players. So you sign Clay, Steph, and Durant. You let Draymond go. Cousins is gone. You still got a core three that's going to give you a shot every year, in my opinion. Wait, who's the core three? That's what I'm saying. If, if they let, let's say they let Draymond go. And they let Cousins go. Then they still they keep Curry and let's say Clay and Durant resign. That's still let's, solid. Yeah, I mean that team's going to be. So I, you say their reign's coming to an end. I, I I don't know. I just haven't heard a lot about Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant staying. Like everything I've heard has been. They're going. They're moving on from Golden State after. after I don't see. I'd have. So I think Clay would be for some reason. Just you saying that, Clay would make sense because you might want to get money. Kevin Durant. I don't see him leaving. Because think about because how sensitive he gets. Man, if he gets, (laughs) if he leaves again, like dude, they're going to roast him on Twitter and everything, and that man does not want that. Yeah, but he's a free agent, and I think this is different. I think this is a different situation. Like, it was very evident that when he left Oklahoma City that he left because they just could not get over that hurdle. Like, they lost. And they lost to the team that that he eventually went yeah. to, you know. 
that, that, that last year in Oklahoma city. So like, to me, I, I feel like this is a little different because like, okay, he's got some rings on his fingers now. And so now if he leaves, like it, it just, it just looks different to me. Like he's, he's finally won a championship, you know, he's won a couple for that matter. Like, so now because he's finally won a championship, like, I feel like now, you know, what should his next goal be? I feel like it should be to win a championship with somebody else. Yeah. Like, he, well, he, and then, cause then people will shut up. Like people will be like, okay, like he's like, cause you know, remember a couple of years ago, remember like, you know, uh, Peyton Manning totally roasted him during the ESPYs. Remember that? You remember when he, uh, he, he, he was talking about the USA, uh, gymnastics team and how good they were. Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, they're so good that Kevin Durant wants to go play for yeah. them. And it's like, dude, like, Ouch! I'm pretty um, sure. I'm pretty so sure Dur- if he went somewhere else, and, and and he won a championship with them, like it would shut people up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I, I'm pretty sure Durant signed a two year deal last year, but I think he has the option of of leaving after this year. So he could he could just okay. stay with this contract and then do it two years from now. I mean, I know he has the option. So I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. Well, either way, my whole point is. You know, a lot of these teams are trying to win now, and some of them need to just say, "No, we're just gonna we're just gonna wait out, wait wait this you know this franchise out because I feel like it's gonna die here before long. I don't think it's gonna even if it's even if it's not next year. I, I think it's soon. Yeah, but if you've got you know, like a a once in a lifetime player, I don't I I find it hard that they'll like I don't think like the I like the uh, I don't think Houston's gonna be doing that. You know, with James Harden and people like like people that have a player like that. Now, if you're talking about like the Suns or, you know, a team that's just mediocre or some at best, then yeah, those are the teams I'm kind of talking about. I think if you look at the 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 past, you know, when LeBron went to Miami and they got Wade and Bosh and they all had those massive deals, the players that surrounded him, like was it like Mario Chalmers and you don't, I mean, you just don't have a lot of money to sign other good players around you, so. I, right. I could see yeah. what you're saying about the, the Warriors have been lucky, whereas like Iguodala and, you know, some of the guys they've sound, signed have really fit their system. Yeah. Uh, so where they're, you know, I mean, you remember the you remember the heat days when you're like, if LeBron or Wade or Bosch isn't going off, it's like nobody's picking up the slack. Well, yeah, I mean, they got Ray right. Lowe took a, you know, right, low, right. Pay cut, uh, yeah. Yeah, low salary to come there. But, yeah. So I think you, you talk about Durant leaving and going and trying to win in a championship somewhere. I mean, I could see it, but I just think it's harder, uh, easier said than done, I guess, is what I'm getting to. Okay, fair enough. Because you know he ain't going back to well, Oklahoma. Well, let's just say this. Let's just let's get, I'll, I'll, let's get back into what we were originally talking about. Um, Anthony Davis, is, is this likely? Do you think he's going to land in, in, with the I th- Lakers? I think the and Lakers so, will spin the house for him. Man. Um, I mean, how much is too much? Um, you know? LeBron. Yeah. That's it? Like, you would trade everything? You would trade everybody else? Yeah, whoever they want. Throw in some draft picks. Man, Brandon Ingram, too? I mean, who, I mean maybe. Uh, but they're pretty much going to play over each other. I mean, I know you can slide Anthony mm-hmm. Davis in at the center and stuff, but um, I mean, it depends on what they want, you know. Um, Does that give them a chance to to beat the Gold, Golden State Warriors, though? Like, I I don't know. They're still in the be- they're still in the 
the Western Conference is like stupid good. Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt their chance. Man, like it—it it, it is like the the Western Conference is just like, like to me personally, it is like head and shoulders so much better. Than I don't the know how Conference. much. I'm just thinking about and it. The, I don't. I don't know, like Pelicans, Pelican wise, if they just like they'll want like a ton of draft picks, um, and then maybe like a like not the best player, but mediocre not mediocre but you know somewhere in between there like really good immediate like a solid player or two and then just a shit ton of draft picks well i think it comes down to what are the pelicans willing to i guess trade for him because at the end of the day he's told them he he doesn't want to be there they're in a bad place but the but the question is is when does his contract run out because this year is his like is is it yeah okay yeah he has that option or whatever for this year no I thought at the end. Uh, I thought he had three no, years. No, because left they talk his deal. Twenty twenty, right? It's at the, it's at the end of this year because they, the there's something to do with it. He has some type of option at where he can re-sign because that's one of the things that the Celtics can do. They can wait till twenty twenty, and him sign with them. I remember looking that up. So he, but he has he has a couple more years on his deal right now, right? Yeah, and uh, he has. I'm pretty sure he has like some kind of weird clause, like after this year that he can opt out or something like that. Cause that's okay. Cause he, he signed a deal probably it had to be a couple of years ago where, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's hard on the Pelicans. I almost hate it for them, but well, at the it end, puts at them the in a of, bad place, you know, cause you yeah, can get I mean, lowballed at that point. At the end of the day, I think you almost, if you're the Pelicans, you almost go to rebuild mold, mold, mode. You, you try to get a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Stuttering Stanley over here. Yeah. Uh, you try to get a couple young pieces, and maybe you try to get a couple draft picks, and you start rebuilding. And that's, yeah. I think, that's what think you have so. to do. I agree. I you know, agree. I mean, there's just foot, there's no span. God, I've heard that's good for yeah. basketball. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think they've they've got to go into rebuilding mode. I mean, like what? I mean, I don't see, I don't see them doing making any noise you know here in the near future unless they really make some changes you know so, but i think we feel bad for the pelicans but at the end of the day did they do much besides signing boogie cousins to help him nope i mean you know their their team is this they have a bunch of guys that are medi- mediocre you know so i don't i i blame davis if he wants to win evidently the pelicans haven't shown enough interest to try to make put good players around them yeah yeah he has a player option in 2020 so he so after next year well, no, in the year 2020, like when 2020 okay. hits, he has a player option. Okay. So I don't know. I think um, I think it's interesting. Do you guys think it's weird, like that? Um, he got fined for, you know, his agent's comments that that that, that public. That's, I'm confused you know, about. It. Have they the done that? Collective in the past? bargaining. <sighs> See, I understand, like, because like you've heard, you hear about players yeah. that do this. But like, what's the difference between it being public and it being like, like the, I mean, because teams, I feel like teams have been transparent with that before, and it's cool if they do it. If they say like that, you know, somebody wants to trade. Like, didn't Jimmy Butler do this? Like, did he get <laughs> yeah, fined? He, did he went on a tirade? But did he get fined though? I don't remember anybody saying anything about him getting I don't fined. Think so. so, I mean, maybe they just chose not to find him. Like, maybe it's like. Based off, I don't know if it was the NBA or if it was the organization, but like, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was weird that he got fined. I mean, not that it matters to him. It's it's like, I mean, honestly, that is like chump change yeah. to him, uh, that $50,000. I mean, but I don't know. I just uh, I thought that was interesting that he got fined for that. Like, well, I think he – I think he like, Is that so bad that he made it I think it you hear maybe players saying they're unhappy, but you don't ever hear them say, hey, I want to be traded. You know what I mean? So, right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like you think Chris – the Chris – well, no, I feel like we have heard that though. I think we have heard people say like, I mean, like, well, like Kawhi Leonard you know, last year, he just stopped showing up to Spurs stuff. Yeah, and obviously we we yeah <laughs> we knew he wasn't happy, but I don't ever remember him remember publicly saying, "Hey, I want to be traded." I think it was just kind of known but not said. Who who were you talking about that huh. saying? I can't remember any off the top of my head that said, "Hey, I thought Jimmy Butler." I thought Jimmy Butler said he was. He yeah, was, um, but did he, he make it like public? That's what I was. And did saying. his and did his agent say it? I mean, I think it has something to do with the agent. If the agent goes out and says it, because I think that's what he got fined actually for was the agent coming out and saying, "Hey, we're not happy. We want to be traded." I feel like that's kind of crazy that your agent, like, even if your agent says it, like that yeah. you could be fined for that. Like, I don't know. Like, I. Uh, it's like he didn't even say it. Yeah, so I'm looking up a timeline of Jimmy Butler stuff. Um, and from what I'm looking at, he never made it public. He just, like, kind of on the inside, everybody knew. Interesting. Okay. I uh, It just felt like it was public. Yeah, because people were talking about it. So, but, yeah, there's not okay. – I mean, you know, that he put – he beat the first string with, you know, the backups and stuff. I love that. What do y'all know about the collective bargaining agreement? Like, what is that? Like, I don't really know a whole lot about it, if I'm being completely honest. But that's the reason that he was fined. Like, it's a, it's something in the collective bargaining agreement that says that you can't publicly demand a trade or ask for a trade. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what it is. Um, I mean, all the collective bar. This is a. It's just an agreement with the employer and whatever union and you just have to abide by the rules you agree upon. Um, so it's really whatever, I don't know what the NBA is with the player union's agreement is, but whatever their agreement is, that's what they have to follow. So if they had an agreement where you don't go out in the media as a player or an agent and, you know, say all this, then you have to follow that. Okay. So they set the guidelines and it sounds like he broke them. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. Like, I don't know. All right. We're moving on to our next topic. So um, this week, like we mentioned earlier, this is the Super Bowl uh, this Sunday. Um, So this week there is quite a bit of, you know, media, you know, about the Super Bowl um, and news and stuff. And so um, earlier this week they had media day um, where we had a lot of, you know, reporters and, um, you know, people from, um, you know, just different different news broadcasting, uh, new, you know, different news broadcasting people like interviewing with players. Um, you know, uh, one big uh, one headline that I noticed was that uh, Barstool Sports. Um, you know, we're you know more than one of us in this podcast is a fan of Barstool Sports. Uh, Barstool Sports got kicked out of Media Day uh, just for being for there. The Super Bowl, so. Yeah, just for being there. So um, I actually didn't know this. So they apparently had fake 
press passes. So they weren't actually supposed <laughs> awesome. to be there. Did you know this? Did you, did no, you know I know they, already, they mentioned sn- trying to sneak in. I didn't know they did that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is uh, like I, I just I just assumed that they were supposed to be there, that they somehow got in there like legitimately. No, apparently they snuck in there. So who would have thought that it would be that easy to get into the um, into the, you know, media day it's for the super bowl apparently um, all you need is a I, fake one and a mustache because that's how you got in did you see his disguise that's oh i did not i didn't know yeah, yeah, disguise, the, the president awesome. he had a hat on <laughs> and these big glasses and this fake blonde handlebar mustache that is awesome no i had no idea they went yeah. in, in uh in yeah in see disguise, i thought they just went in disguise because i know like Gradell hates them so that's what i thought yeah dude that is awesome so fake fake passes they had disguises um they they got in there and they actually were mostly successful if you ask me they got to ask some yeah. good questions um i think they, they 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 well this wasn't really a question but they made a statement to indomitian sue that if they um that if he roughed up tom brady that they were going to fight him yeah. after the game or that, that somebody was going to fight Did him you, after the game. they asked uh rom gronkowski rob gronkowski why 69 such a good number <laughs> yep yep <laughs> that's good <laughs> Man, they uh they had a good day from the time yeah. that they were in there, but uh, yeah, they um so apparently yeah it was PFT and uh, Barstool president Dave Portney, Portnoy. Portnoy. How do you say his name? Yeah. Portnoy. Um, yeah, they both were. They were actually. Um, they said that first. They said they were arrested, and then they weren't arrested. I don't know if they were arrested or not, but somebody said that the FBI arrested them. Or well, something. they were like I know they were interrogated by them, so. Dude, like, <laughs> they were, like, treated like a bunch yeah. of terrorists going in there. That's, that's funny. Um, but honestly, I feel like it was almost, like, like I feel like it was almost counterproductive for them to, like, do all this stuff. They should have just kicked yeah. them out. Because now they just got so much more publicity. Like, like Barstool Sports, they, like, I, I feel like they just, like, they're kinda, they've kind of fueled the fire, you know. Like, they've... Uh, They've given it more attention than they, they probably yeah. would have liked. And uh, now, you know, the, what's another funny note about this today, Sean Payton's getting interviewed and you can see he's got like a little zipper, like a zip up jacket on. And the mm-hmm. top of yep. the, the logo on there is the uh, Roger Goodell clown shirt that Barstool sells. So do we know for sure is that is that the Dude, they, I like mean, they, he definitely they were has holding, it on. The video I saw was they're holding the shirt next to like the the TV, and it man, it's like the exact same top. You know, like the top of the Dude. logo or whatever on there. Like you don't see the whole thing; it's just like the top of it. Oh my yeah. gosh, that is good, man. That it may be. Who, what if it was? What if that is? What if that's the same? I think shirt? It, I mean, Which, it's like a, such a blue shirt that. Like you don't really see that color of blue anywhere. Oh, so you can see. I'm actually looking yeah. at it right now. You, it looks yeah. like his head. It looks like his. Yeah. Whoa. Well, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe. that'd be something else, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I like it too. Who would have thought? I guess next year maybe we need to uh, try to sneak into the. Um, Dude, we should try. Day. You we think we can make it happen to the draft? I can't believe it's that easy. <laughs> yeah. Like you just have fake passes and yeah. you get in. Like who's regulating this? Well, like somebody just like totally did, did you see that? Uh, there was a documentary on MTV about this kid that just made a habit of sneaking into just stuff, 
and he ended up becoming really good friends with uh, the Mumford and Sons because he just snuck in, made these fake uh, wristbands and snuck in backstage and stuff at a concert, hung out with them, become friends with them, and then snuck into the MTV Music Awards or something and hung out with them there, like while they're sitting in the like their seats. Yeah, that's awesome. It's amazing what you can do and what you can get away with if you just act yeah. natural and just, like, just pretend like you're you supposed know. to be there. Yeah, if you pretend you're supposed to be there, you can get away with so much shit. Like, like uh, I, I knew I knew guys growing up who would just like they would uh, they would just like walk into movies just like 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 no big deal. Like they wouldn't show a ticket or anything. Like they wouldn't go purchase a ticket. Like they would just literally just walk <laughs> right in. Like not even like you know. And, and and nobody would confront them because like they would just act like they were supposed to. Dude, be there. you'd be sweating like, so hard. Yeah, I don't think I would be very good at that. Uh, I think I've done stuff like that before in the past, but it's it's very seldomly, and it's it's only in specific yeah. situations. So I, I don't know. It's just a little risky, and it's never been for like monetary yeah. reasons. It's just for you know. But I'm sure I had some sort of reason. For, uh, you know, so I, I'm sure I gained something yeah. out of it. I can't think of anything specific off the top of my head, but. I saw something the other day, like this guy, um, he was in a museum. It was, this is a, uh, this is a security footage. He was in a museum, uh, with all this artwork and he took this piece of artwork off the wall. It was like over a hundred thousand dollars. Um, he just literally took it off the wall and amongst all these people and walked right out of the museum Jeez. with it. Yeah. <laughs> he was later, uh, he was later caught, but not, not, nobody said anything to him. Nobody tra- nobody tried to stop him. Like he like literally got away with the piece of artwork, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, they eventually caught him, but like I just thought that was interesting. So, Ford, are you still with us? Or are you booned off? I'm still here. Okay, all right then. Just want to make sure. We uh, Forty has a tendency to boondoggle from time to time, and so we just have to make sure we reel him back in and make sure he's uh, he's still with us. So, still here, you know, making some cheeseburgers. Still here. <laughs> still <Make> here. <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, our next topic. So uh, we, we uh, Mayhem actually came up with a funny, uh, or at least we think it's going to be funny. Potentially a, uh, funny. A, uh, yeah, potentially funny. A new segment for us. I'll let you explain it. For All right, our so for you, for you people that don't know, there's a lot of urban slang and stuff that goes around in the world. Slang people that may not know come up with, and there's a dictionary for it online called Urban Dictionary. If you ever get bored, it's really funny stuff on there. So... If you go on Urban Dictionary, you can look at, like, the top trending stuff. You can do random. Or if you just don't know what something means, you can look it up. Like, I got called something by a kid one time and, like, a child. I had no idea what it meant. Didn't know whether to be offended or not. Went and looked, and I should have been offended, but I wasn't at the time because I didn't know what it was. So, if you go on here, you can look up random words or, like, the top words of the day, most trending. So, what we're going to do is we're all going to say a word. And we all try to define it, and then we read the actual definition. Is that fair? All right. Sounds fun to me. Right, let's do let me it. Start it off. So, okay. So, <laughs> here's the word: thigh dirt. I can only assume that thigh dirt is when you don't. Man, this is going to get bad. Uh, when you don't wipe well enough after taking a shit. Okay. And so when you stand up, uh, some of the poop particles, they drift down your pants onto your thighs. That's, that's a long so, drift. Um, you know, that's, Dude, the only that's thing a I wet drift. Of. I mean, thigh dirt? 
that's the only thing I can think of as far as, as you know, if I'm trying to define thigh dirt, that's the only thing I can really think of. That okay. makes sense. 40? I'm going with you have walked way too much. You get raw right on the inside, and it feels like there would be dirt rubbing right there. So I'm going that as my thigh dirt. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the actual definition is a dirt stain, aka shit, left on a toilet seat. So, I went to the bathroom and saw thigh dirt left on the toilet seat. So, if you've gone in the bathroom, like a public restroom, and you've seen, uh, we've all seen it, had to, where you go in there and you see shit on the toilet seat, that's thigh dirt. It's like the old gas station that yeah. I used to sling cheeseburgers behind. Yeah, those well, toilets well, were you terrible. Do, you would do things for those, you know, whatever. You spend a lot of time in there, I understand. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thigh dirt. That's it. How do you get how do you get shit on the toilet seat? Though? I've seen like, shit really? next to the toilet seat in a ba- in a like a public restroom. Do you, do you think it's one where they were they thought the toilet was so dirty and they tried to like sit up to poop, maybe just like hold on to a rail on the side and just maybe. miss the toilet. And you just explode. Yeah. That's a, that's where I'm going with the old thigh dirt. The thigh. <laughs> you know, I heard something interesting earlier. Um so like Apparently, there are a difference. There's a difference between Western toilets and then like other toilets. So like, like Western what? Like, and what? Like Western culture toilets versus like ground? you know European, like pe- like Asian, like yeah, like I don't know what I'm talking about in like you know countries where they you know they're living in like you know yeah. straw huts and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking yeah. about like no. Apparently, there's places in China where you have like they're called like they're called like. I, I don't know if this is the technical term for them, but people call them squatty. Yes, no, it is. I've heard that. Dude, like they literally squat like you would take a shit in the woods. Like, but there's like a, like there's two blocks you put your feet on and you can, and you squat and you like, like just do your business into like this drain. Yeah, um, and they're supposed, and I know this because of two and a half men, but supposedly if you're constipated, that's what you're supposed to do. Put your, elevate your feet like that. I've heard of that, but like, dude, nine times 99 times out of 100 I, i'd like to like kind of sit there and take my time like i'm i would hate yeah, that well like you know that's some alone time for me sometimes like now granted i probably will be more productive if i had to just squat and do my business and then you know like i'm not gonna like squat there like do like a you know i don't want to get a workout in while i am taking a, a dump but like you know i i would totally not be what down if you had that. to wipe with a sandpaper yeah yeah or have a little bit of shit in your nose I'd rather squat. I'd rather squat than to do that. What about old shitty nose? Or have... Oh, I got old shit nose again. He's coming around again. Hey, old shit nose is back on the podcast. All right, there. who's next? I'll go if All you right. guys don't care. All right, 40, um, go. I got a feeling that 40's got a better one than me, so uh, I'd rather leave the uh, best for, okay. for last. So um, the term I have for you guys is buffet squirrel. <laughs> All right. I'm guessing it's a squirrel that just like has a, 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 a like a hold on an enormous amounts of like nuts somewhere. I'm going your route, but I'm going it's a squirrel that has like an enormous amount of nuts like in his mouth. Mm. The old the old, the old chipmunk cheeks. Yeah, the cheeseburger hunt for forty. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it doesn't actually involve a literal squirrel. Damn it. Uh, the definition is this one who secretly packs away items from a buffet 
into a bag, purse, or satchel for later consumption. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so, like... Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation, right? Just tacking on pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we all used to do that on Chicken Throwing. Tender Day at school? Oh, yeah. Hide them in our cargo shorts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hide, hide them under the mashed potatoes. You know, you yeah. can do whatever you had to do. Get so, it. we've all been squirrel buffet squirrels or squirrel buffets? Uh, buffet, buffet squirrels, squirrels. Yeah. buffet squirrel. Yeah. So can you I, use I, uh, it in a sentence? You know, I'm, I'm more of like a. Um, I was accused of being a buffet squirrel after stuffing tater tots in my cargo shorts <laughs> pockets. Nice. I like it. Oh, I just made that okay. up, by the way. <laughs> All right, forty. All right, hit me. here is my Urban Dictionary word: and curried. Wait, say it again. And curried it's got to be some type of female shit isn't ann curry like a um who is that i'm trying to remember she's a uh, person i think that's an actual person i'm, I'm making this up is she like a news anchor or not something sure. not a news anchor but a um she's not like on like fox news or something i thought I, who I is know. that ann curry. to me i was thinking like i don't curry, know like isn't that like indian food and it gives you like diarrhea yeah. So females. Is that your, like is that your guess? Shits. Okay. JP? I got no guess because I don't know who Ann Curry is. I, I know I, I, the name sounds super familiar, but I don't know who, I, who that is off the top of my head. But I imagine um, I'm just going to like this is a total shot in the dark. Um, if you get Ann Curried, then you just get like totally lawyered. Like you get like, you know, like somebody like, Totally takes your argument, turns it upside down, like uses it uses it against you, and like completely debunks whatever it is you okay. just said. When you're anchored, you are fired without merit or reason, or being let go from a job unexpectedly. Here is your sentence: We got anchored from our job, but it's cool. We got that unemployment dough. <laughs> All right. So who is in? So who is Ann Curry now? Now we have oh, to look that up. No, nope, doesn't that matter. Up? Doesn't matter. Let's answer. So, so pretty much, like your your research is is you know somewhat anecdotal because you didn't even, even like, look up who Ann Curry is. Ann Curry is an American journalist and photojournalist who has been a reporter for more than thirty years, focused on human suffering in war zones and natural disasters. You just got Ann Curried. <laughs> Did I just get Ann Curry? I mean, you had to look it up just now, and you looked it up kind of retroactively, you know. Oh, you got you got curried. Yeah, you got curried. Let's see. So on January 13th of 2015, it was announced that Curry would be leaving NBC News after nearly 25 years. On January 20, 2000, on January 2015, Curry founded her own platform, Media Startup. Um, doesn't say why she left. Ann Curry, Ann Curry. Ann, Ann Curry got Ann Curry got Ann Curried. Yep, that's where it came from. All right, I got. Make sure. Ahead. Uh, make sure – can you spell it real quick? Oh I want to make God. sure I'm getting this right. A-N-N-C-U-R-R-Y. Yeah, Pop, that's, that's got to be her. D if you're going in curried. I assume that she must have been, like, fired for no reason there by somebody. Go. I got one. I got – Departure for today. I got a good one. You ready? <laughs> a warm welcome. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say um, a warm welcome. 
is when somebody walks through your door and as they're walking through your door, they're met with your, your warm urine because you're peeing on <laughs> Okay. I'm going, I'm going with you. Welcome. You walk in a room and you're, the warm welcome is a smelly fart. Oh, that's a good one too. Shit. All right. So <laughs> a warm welcome is basically just an exhalation on the crotch. So if you just blow, you blow your hot breath on a crotch. Hmm. Above the pants. It's not underneath. It's above pants. Just blowing, not even touching, nothing. Just heating it up. Little warm welcome. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's <throwing laughs> what's, what the fuck's happening? And I know you got fired from your job today, but what's weird? What about this one? I got fronking. Fronking. F R O N K I N G. Fronking. Hmm. Fronking? Uh, fronking. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. Fronking. Um, let's see. It is a female. It's, it's, uh, what's it's, um, Having sex with Gronkowski. <laughs> Not yeah. a bad guess. Um, someone who farts in a bathtub and the bites. Wait, and then bites the bubbles. <laughs> How does that even what happen? The, what the hell? So you're taking a shit in a bathtub, essentially, and just biting the bubbles? Uh, that's what it looks like. Nice. Who the hell thinks of this shit? Fronking. I love how below it says, get a fronking mug for your Facebook friend. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Dude, just get the word and oh, like, put man. it on a mug and give it to somebody and don't like define it. or yeah. Don't tell them what it is. Oh, shoot. They do define it, though. They well, define can, it on the back. You can but, customize like, the, it. But one side, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's man. pretty good. Forty, you got anything? What about the word or the phrase clam jam? Oh, that's got to be something about a woman's hoo-ha. Okay. Keep going. Um, I don't want to. I'm getting a lot of like gross things coming to mind. It's not as gross as you think, but it, I can see where you <laughs> could see that. Yeah. Um, I think it's when um, a group of young women... Um, wake up in the morning from their sorority house and realize, shit, we've got no jam. And they all run down to the store, pick up jam. What world, is, what world does he live in? I mean, just think <laughs> about not, it. You wake up really after sure. a night of drinking, <laughs> after a night of drinking and debauchery, and then you're like, shit, we're out of jam. And so they all run down to the market, to the convenience store, and they get jam. Yep. And they bring it back and put it on That's the toast exactly and eat it. it. Yeah. It's actually the female equivalent to the uh, being cock-blocked. Oh, nice. So we've, all, we've, all, we've, all, we've all been cock-blocked before. Oh. Women call it clam jam. Nice. Interesting. Okay. That's pretty that good. That's pretty good. Okay. So now if we huh. ever hear that, we're like, oh, okay. We've, yeah. Clam jam. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Clam jam. I'm trying to think of that. Like, yeah, I feel like I feel, I feel like more often I've heard 
you know, women use the same terminology as, co- you know, just saying cock block, you know, like if right. they got cock blocked, you know, but like, but yeah, that actually, that makes sense. So mm, it's well. pretty good. All right. Well, that does it for our show today. You guys have been listening to incessant deliberations. Make sure you guys tune back in next time for another great episode with good conf- content as always. Um, make sure you guys are always incessantly deliberating. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at uh, what, what? At incessant sports. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was up. waiting. Um, <laughs> make sure to follow us at incessant. S- send us your questions on Twitter. Send us questions. Send us some you, questions. Send us some questions. We love answering questions. You want to hear JP's say? Oh man, I gotta talk. I really have to talk about something real quick. Did you see that Conor McGregor got fined? Oh, he got, su- um, he got suspended. Or not fined, but suspended. He got suspended. Yeah, he got months. suspended. For getting his ass nah, beat. He, I think the main <laughs> I, uh, thing because he punched that random dude that came in there. Now, granted, the guy swung on yeah, him but, first, but yeah, they yeah. jumped him. Like, <laughs> I didn't. Understand. That was crazy. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that he got yeah. suspended for that. Like, he was the one who was attacked. Yeah. But, anyways, that was. I just. Uh, I just wanted to mention that real, real, super quick. All right. But again, thanks for joining us for incessant deliberations. Follow us at incessant sports on Twitter. We will catch you guys in the very, very near future. We appreciate you guys listening in. Peace out. Wipe off all that side, Peace out. Peace out. Incessant Deliberations. The sports talk show that sometimes talks about sports. Starring JP. Don't be accused of being a uh, buffet squirrel either. Yeah. That's why you hear all these stories about me. (laughs) My fellow co-host. Like neat as in cool and neat as in yeah, cute. It is cute. And that's because they are, they offer extra cheese on the cheeseburgers. And of course, Mayhem himself. Do you have an actual piggy bank or is it something else? Like is it a porcelain no, um, like Brown's helmet? Dude, you'd be sweating so hard. <laughs> Here's the word. Thigh dirt. <laughs> <laughs>